If the truth has the capacity to set you free, and it does, then these big bold-faced lies will take your uniqueness captive and put you into a commodity coma in a heartbeat. Just keeping your head down will get you noticed. That's untrue. It's too damn hard. That's so untrue. It's the thought that counts. That is absolutely untrue. Welcome to the Uncommodified Podcast. Hey guys, thanks again for joining me and listening in today. I'm Tim Windsor and I'll be your host and guide again for episode number three of the Uncommodified Podcast entitled Untrues That Will Put You Into a Commodity Coma. This is actually part two of a two-part series and the last part in this series. The last three untruths I want to uncover and expose, uh, they're, they're sneaky ones. Here's one, just keeping your head down will get you noticed. Sounds, sounds true, but it's not. It's too damn hard. That's untrue. It's hard, but it's not too damn hard. And lastly, it's the thought that counts. And this is an interesting one, but it's also absolutely untrue. But, but just before we dig into debunking those lies again and setting ourselves free from them, I want to intro a segment that I'll include every once in a while in the podcast that we're going to call queuing it up. And the purpose of, um, of that segment will be to explore what I would consider to be just some rather uncommonly sensible answers to questions that I receive really from two sources. One will be from my day-to-day work uh, in my consulting, training, and coaching, maybe questions that I, I get from my customers and clients and in those interactions, and I'll bring them in here and answer some of them. And then some other questions that I receive from my community of listeners either on social media or when people email me at tim at theuncommodified.com. And so I want to, um, I want to respond to one question. In, in response to the first episode entitled, you're, in, you're a unique homo sapien, not just a homogeneous human, I received this interesting question from a gentleman by the name of Mitch in Anaheim, California. And by the way, I appreciate you, uh, you writing in, Mitch. Here's what he wrote. Um, I found your podcast to be thoughtful and provoking, but I did have a question for you. Is it always the best idea to break free from what you called the homogeneous horde? Wouldn't that lead to other problems in our society and our workplaces? That's a great question, Mitch. That's an excellent question. So here's my thought on this. And I think your question actually allows me to make a really important point of clarification for all of the listeners. What I'm not doing, I'm not encouraging unbridled, break the rules, or even shatter the stereotypes mentality. That's not what I'm promoting. Because yes, that, that would, Mitch, that would lead to lots of other problems in our society or workplaces. Here's how I see it. Here's, here's the frame of reference for me. What I believe I am doing is I'm challenging and encouraging myself and others to see the positive personal and corporate potential, actually, in standing out for what I noted was all the right reasons. And that, that's the caveat, all the right reasons. And for me, the right reasons uh, really is this. It's always about being the differentiator, bringing that unique idea or action for the positive benefit of the group. It's not a selfish thing. For the positive benefit of the group. And and I believe that goal, that target, like locking on like a tractor beam, that goal, that target will guide me to uncommodify, to stand out, to, to do these things in the most productive and in the most constructive ways. So that's the way I would answer that question, and sort of that's the way I see it. And I think that's really helpful because that's that's a great question, a great point of clarification. Okay, now, 
Let's get back to dealing with these last three sneaky lies that we're going to uncover and expose today. Uh, lies that almost, remember almost, sound like the truth, and that's the big problem. As, as Mark Twain wrote, he said this, a half-truth is the most cowardly, is the most cowardly of all lies, he said. And the German scientist uh, George Lichtenberg said, the most dangerous untruths are truths slightly distorted. So, with that kind of framework, let's uncover and expose our next untruth. In, in our series that we started last time in the last podcast, this is bullface lie number four, if you're keeping track. And here it is. Just keeping your head down will get you noticed. Actually, that's really untrue. So think of it this way. People will say, or you say to yourself, just work hard. Just keep your nose to the grindstone. Your time will come. They'll notice you. Well, maybe they'll notice you. But here it is. If they keep saying it to you, they, whoever they are, and if you keep saying it to yourself over and over and over and over and over again, then of course, it must be true. Or as the Vanderbilt University psychologist, Lisa Fazio, noted about that illusory truth effect that we talked about last time, she said this, when you see, and I would include when you hear an idea for the second, and I would add for the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, eighth, the ninth, the tenth time, it's much easier for you to process that. And then you read it more quickly, you hear it more quickly in your mind, and you understand it more fluently. And then what happens is your brain begins to interpret that fluency, that rhythm, as a signal of something being true. That's the problem. That's that hiccup. Again, not true. Maybe it's just a half-truth or a full-blown lie masquerading as the truth. Now, let me say this at this point in this discussion about this, this lie. I am an extremely hard worker. I work hard and maybe harder than many people. And some may even say I'm a bit of a big nose because I got a big nose, a big nose to the grinder kind of person. And I do believe that working hard and keeping your nose on that grindstone and grinding away is absolutely important. They are important values. Absolutely valuable behaviors and character traits. But as a strategy to uncommodify yourself, to get yourself or... Um, to get your idea noticed for the sake of the group, for the sake of others. And for you to be noticeable or, or noteworthy, they're really just, um, how would I describe it? They're just really half-baked ideas. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. Here's what I believe. I believe to that hard work, you'll need to add another very important ingredient. You will need to add uh, yeast, like my wife does when she breaks bread. You're going to need to add yeast to the flour that you grind at your grindstone. Yeast is an activation agent. You're going to need to add an activation agent to all your hard work. Now, when I say yeast, what is it I'm really referring to? Well, here's how I would envision it or picture it. It's the activation agent of vertical movement. It's the movement of rising up and standing up and standing out. It's, it's the movement of getting your butt off your chair, slowly, maybe if you need to, because you're a little scared or it's a little scary. And while you're still working your butt off, do something that will stick your head above your cubicle. Do something that will stick your head out of your office door and let people see you, see the real you, not just your work, but to see you and your real expression, the unique you, the uncommodified you, and stand out for all the right reasons. Don't buy into the lie that says this, if you don't stick your head up, they can't cut it off. Oh, uh, listen, <laughs> this is not my first rodeo. They surely can still cut your head off. 
even when it's down. So here's my best advice to you. Do your work, do your best work, do your hardest work, but do it uniquely better. As I like to say to myself when I, when I train or, or when I facilitate, I say, I remind myself, put the Tim on it. I, I want to put my unique mark on it. Put the Tim on it. Now, for you, you should not put the Tim on it because that would be false and fake, but you got to put your unique mark so you can really get noticed. Now, for those of you who think maybe that's self-centered or selfish, I want to remind you something. It may be true that there is no I in team, but there is definitely one in influence and one in the word impress. So think about this. The half-truth or the full-blown lie actually in here is this. Working hard and keeping your nose to the grindstone may, may every once in a while get your work noticed, may get your productivity noted, and maybe even rewarded, but it will not make you absolutely unforgettable and noteworthy. And that, in my opinion, is a reward in and of itself. So please, just hear me, please don't buy into this big, bold-faced lie. That just keeping your head down will get you noticed because at the end of the day, it's so very unhelpful and so very untrue. Now, let's go on and look at another lie. Uh, let's uncover and expose another one. Uh, uh, big, bold face lie number five in, in our line of lies. And that's this one. It's too damn hard. That is just wrong. It's, it's just untrue. We don't need to spend a long time on this one. Listen, here's what I need to say about this. Short and sweet. In the beginning of our lives, it's actually rather easy when you think about it. It's easy because it comes just so naturally for us to be unusual or different. Uh, actually, we had our grandson over the other day for a sleepover, and here's what I would say about him. He's, he's three and a half years old, and I've never seen him break a sweat or work hard at being his unique self. He just does it every day in every way. Now, I do suppose maybe inside this lie, there is a little bit of truth if I really am honest, and that is this. It, it is harder for me after almost, and I did the math the other day, 20,075 sleeps since my exit from the womb to sometimes resist the spell of sameness. It is harder for me than maybe for my grandson. It's harder for me to resist the spell of sameness and break free from that homogeneous crowd, but harder is not the same as too damn hard to do it or to try it. After all, if it was easy, everyone, everyone would be doing it. And then I guess it would not be special or unique anymore, would it? Being uncomfortable, being different, being, uh, being the uncommodifying factor in the factory that you work in is harder and even hard at times, I'll admit it. So here's my advice. Suck it up, buttercup. Or as Benjamin Franklin said, that which hurts also instructs. Now, the, the last untruth that I want to uncover and expose in this episode and for this series is this. We'll, we'll call it big, bold-faced lie number six. It's the last one, and it's this one. It's the thought that counts. Now, this is absolutely untrue. It's absolutely false. And actually, I'm going to call bullshit on this one. Absolute bullshit on this one. And I'm going to tell you something. So does my wife. And my wife rarely uses that kind of language. But even she would call bullshit on this lie. Give me, give me an example of this lie. Last week, I had a great idea. What I would consider um, a rather sweet idea. I thought about getting my wife flowers. The kind that I know that she loves. She loves this particular kind of flowers. The kind of flowers that I actually used to buy for her 
always, every time on my way home from a trip to Africa, when for almost a two, three-year period, I went over once a month to Africa and, and trained and coached leadership strategies and skills with a group of Southern African government and NGO leaders. And on my way home, I'd always do something. I would find uh, those beautiful, colorful tulips that my wife loves, and I would buy them at the Skippo Airport in Amsterdam on my way home to Canada. Except there was just one small or maybe a really big problem last week. I, I thought about buying them last week, but I never did. So apparently, apparently, according to my wife, she never got fresh tulips last week. But after all, I said to her, it's the thought that counts, isn't it? And she said, no, it isn't. And that's why, actually, this is a rather clever and sneaky kind of untruth. It's the kind of untruth, the kind of bold-faced, badass lie that will actually take your uniqueness captive and send you into that commodity coma in a heartbeat because it will deceive you. It will deceive you into thinking. It will deceive you even into, into feeling like you did something you absolutely did not do at all. Now, of course, most if not all great actions do start as a thought in your mind, even a very thoughtful thought like buying some flowers for your wife of almost 34 years. It starts in your mind. But that's just the beginning. The thought, how would I describe it? The thought is like a seed and the seed must take root, it must germinate and grow and grow an action and grow into an action outside the mind to be real. So this is also true, actually, when you think about, about any uncommodifying action you and I will take. Your desire, your idea, your intention to be the differentiator, to do something unique or to uncommodify it also must start as a small seed, a seed of intention in your mind, but it must be birthed into the material world and animated, brought to life, animated into action, a new or novel action. If you face this lie head on and you break free from this, this bull-faced lie masquerading as an almost half-truth that, that, as I said before, really isn't a truth at all, you will begin to do what, what I saw and observed almost all the uncommodified people that I've encountered over the years do. You will move from ideation, from the idea, and articulation, the, the, the talking about it, to activation, the doing of it. And the uncommodified people that I've met are focused on moving through that cycle and getting to real action. And when you do... You will truly understand that it is not the thought that counts. It is the action that counts all the time, every day. You will discover the, the wonderful, witty truth, actually, that was powerfully communicated in the 2007 IBM ad campaign entitled Stop Talking, Start Doing. You, you got to go on Google. Go on Google and, and Google that ad campaign and watch it. They, those ads, those TV ads, they're brilliant, they're poignant, and they're powerful, and they drive this point home. Being a great thinker, being great at thinking about doing something new or unusual or novel is most definitely, most definitely, it is the starting point. But being superior at becoming and doing something new or unusual or novel, something purposely uncommodifying, that, my friends, is the real game. 
And we need to get our game on. Don't be deceived and don't deceive yourself. The thought does not count. The thought does not count until it adds up and is translated into a new action. Ideation, articulation, leading to activation. Now that we've uncovered and exposed these last three lies of the six lies that we've talked about over the last two episodes, those lies that will take your uniqueness captive and put you into that, that sleep, that put the spell of sameness on you and put you into that commodity coma. Now that we've talked about that, now, now let's get practical. Let's uncage all of these ideas and insights again, and let's break free, of course, as we always do at the end of each of these Uncommodified podcasts, with some questions, some questions that will just, just help you get free and, and to think about this in your real life and push you actually beyond these lies and for you to challenge these lies. Over the next few days, just, just think about these questions and let them percolate and ruminate and let them help you get it out of your mind and into your life. So, so here, as we end again today, here's some questions for you to consider. Number one, which of these untruths do you struggle with the most? These last three that we've talked about. Just keeping your head down will get you noticed. Is that the one that's most challenging for you? It's too damn hard. Maybe that's your lie that you believe, or, or maybe it's that really crafty one. It's the thought that counts. And, and after you think about that and choose one, I, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Uh, ask yourself this. Why did you choose that lie, do you think? And, and how does that lie and that belief that you have in it affect you and others? Second question. How have you been taken captive by, by the just keeping your head down will get you noticed lie? And what has been the impact on you and others? And specifically, think about this, that last lie. How have you been taken captive? This is the next question. How have you been taken captive by it's the thought that counts lie? That, that struggle with, uh, with ideation and articulation to action equation. And how has believing that or coming under the power of that lie, how is it smothering your desire to stand out in the real world? And lastly, a question for you to think about this week. What exceptional, what extraordinary, what uncommodified action will you take this week to break the spell of sameness? Thanks for listening in today, but now it's time for you to own it, get it out of your head and activate it in your life. And when you do, email me at tim at theuncommodified.com or connect with me on social media and tell me how you're uncommodifying yourself and standing out for all the right reasons in a very crowded world. <laughs>